okay, we're on, on the bottom of Reish Pei Zayin. We're learning about the Avayi of Lishma. <clears throat> and this next part, till the end of the parak, the Sefer concludes with the, the Inyan of Tamimus. We'll, we'll be finished in Mishem soon. It concludes with the Inyan of, of, of Tamimus. And the last part of this parak, which is devoted to the subject of Lishma, Reish Pei Zayin, the bottom of Lishma, the last part of the parak is really... I'm going to try to just do it as quickly as possible, because it's 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 a uh, it's for the most advanced madrega, and and to think about it too much could potentially cause even a setback in in in, in a person's avoda. Although there's no question, I don't have any question about why Rav Schwartz put it here. Nevertheless, it's a uh, it's very very hard. So I don't like to skip. I, I I would prefer to skip, but I'm not going to skip this because it's important, but it's going to be something that's a little bit or a lot uh, higher than where we're holding right now. But let's learn. Reish Pezai in the bottom. I'll try to go through the park to finish up. A person works gradually, one step after another. Ad shenakudas hashaloi l'shma ha'leches v'nechleshes v'nechleshes v'nechleshes, and gradually, that part of him that shaloi l'shma, where he's doing things, even when he's doing the right thing, but he's doing it for the wrong reason, becomes weaker and weaker, meaning his l'shma, his desire and commitment to do things to give nachas ruach Hashem for the right reason. Is becoming stronger and stronger. He begins to feel that really most of what he's doing is lishma. Most of what he's doing is having clarified and worked on this avodah we've been talking about the past few weeks, being mevarer and asking himself all the right questions, and davening that what he's doing should be done, not just that he wants to do it lishma, but that he's actually doing it. Lishma, so the person begins to feel more and more confident that his life is on track as a life of lishma. <coughs> Once he reaches that point where he feels, again, this is a madrega halavai. We should come close to this. We're just learning it, but to experience it is a, it's, it's very very hard. At this point, when a person's avoda has reached that point where it seems that everything is in that world of Lashma to give Nachas Ruach to Hashem. Now, he's not finished. First of all, to let one's guard down, which is what this, par- this part of the parak is about, would, would, um, would have an immediate effect upon what he's doing and how, where he's holding. But there's a different avoid in that. The avoid is Yosef Dak. It's very subtle. Akachas kol maise maise. So he's feeling good that his avayid is lishma. His job now is to go back and to check everything that he does when he does it. To refine everything that he's doing to see whether or not what appears to be lishma is could be It could be that even though he thinks that he's doing this to give nachas Hashem, he thinks he feels that he's doing this as an Eved Hashem, but it could be that it's uh, it could be that it's all demyoin. So this he's taking. Let's go back to the guy last week. He's taking the trip to the hospital to visit the guy from Shul. He worked on himself a great deal to go higher than that place where he was, where he used to. He used to maybe in the beginning not even go, and then he began to go. But he's thought he be himself. Why am I going? The reason that I'm going. It uh, has in it a part, of course, deep inside of me, must be L'Shem Shemayim, deep inside of me. But what I'm conscious about, on one level, I want to be able to, I, my Ratzon is to do the Ratzon Hashem, but I know honestly that the reason that I'm really going, that I feel that I'm going to the hospital today is because I don't want to meet up with this guy in Shul next week, and he's going to look at me funny that he is a tiny, how come I didn't visit him in, in the hospital? The person's this, this until finally... <clears throat> he's making the trip for the right reason, and he's going l'shem shemayim, and And now what's his avoda? 
His avayda is to to study this carefully, because it could all be demyanis. It could be that he's deluding himself. It could be that he's deluding himself. This is much more alder hamusa. This is not. This is not uh, the usual mahalach in chassidus Islam at all. For the ikkus that avoid and to try to have the right kavanas, this is very much alder hamusa. Unquestionably, that's uh, for sure. You go 100%. You go. You do what you have to. You do what you have to. The only difference is that learning this parak, we've we've seen that. It's very important to be mavara to oneself, his his motives for going. Why am I going? That by entering into that parsha of asking himself why, he's able to chip away at the shaloy lishma and draw himself closer and closer to the goal of doing things for the absolute ideal reason, the best reason, which is to give nachas to Hashem as well. But at this point, when this individual already is to a large extent, feeling that he's uh, that his avoid is lishma, he has to constantly check himself. He has, he has to constantly evaluate: is, is this true that it's lishma? Maybe it's demyanis. Maybe the reason that I'm still maybe the reason that I'm going to the hospital is still because of that guy how he thinks about me, or the people should think that you know I'm a gevaldiger person. One of the tzaddikim said that if a yid goes into the forest for his bodedus to cry out to Hashem. And he goes into the forest, an empty forest, and he goes in there, and he starts screaming, and somewhere, somewhere in the back, back, back of his mind, he's hoping maybe there's another you that's passing by and will recognize my voice. And will go back to the village and say, Phew, you wouldn't believe it. Yankala, what a tzaddik, I heard him in the forest, and his part of this. So this tzaddik said that the person who does such a thing is Mishayv Benavshin. Like strong Russian, like it's worth, not only it's worthless, but it's, it's a like it's terrible. So an avayda tzaddikim. So a person, a person has to check himself. Darkest, darkest. Am I doing this be'emes l'shem shemayim, or is there a part of me that's still not? Or it could be the whole thing is dibyanis. It's just I read some interesting things in the sefer, and I want to be, uh, and I want to feel good about myself, and I want to talk it into myself that my avayda is l'shem shemayim, a big avayda. It could be that I'm very, very far. I'm still far, and really, I just um, I want people to think a certain way about me, and to I want to be admired, or I want to, to 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 be honored, and so on. There are many, many tests. We're going to talk about a little bit. There are many tests to know where a person's holding his l'shem shemaim, his l'shma. Clay them. How do you daven? A very simple thing. How do you daven when you're by yourself? Sometimes you have to, you're by yourself. How do you make a bracha? How do you daven when you're by yourself? How do you daven when you're in the company of other people? How do you make a bracha when you're in the company of other people? How do you how do you conduct yourself when you're with old friends? How do you conduct yourself when you're with somebody new that you're trying to make an impression upon? One of the strongest tests is how are you when it comes to your wife? How do you conduct yourself midas-wise with your wife? And how do you conduct yourself midas-wise with other people? When your guard is down, so then usually when your guard is down, like at home or with old friends or with a wife, when your guard is down or when you're by yourself, that's, that's very, the guard is very, very down. So then it's usually a way to begin to detect how much of my behavior in other places is stam, dimyayinus. And how much of it is, is really become part of who I am and is lishma. So a person has to check and ask himself, Maybe what I'm doing is lishma, but it feels like that. I, I think that it is. I'm, I'm davening for that. I'm asking the right questions. I, I, but maybe there's a lot of demyanis. Maybe it's, I'm, I'm, I'm deluding myself. And we have to do this quickly because I, I don't like to focus on this part of Avaida because he, he's a big tzaddik of Schwartz. For us, this could be very discouraging. And then you don't feel like doing anything. Because what am I going to put it under a microscope? I'll never be. I'll never be yitzing. We might say, I mean, who who could be oimid, even with his own judgment? If you're honest, not not Hakadosh Baruch Hu's judgment. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could be a lot easier on us than we are on ourselves. So even judging ourselves in our door in our generation, if we're going to squeeze out every inch of lishma, not lishma, it could be that a person is going to just be misyayish. So 
Klemakach, Betchilas Avadoso, Oyved Ha'odam Bechol Prat, Lesboinen Imhu Nasa Lishma Ashalel Lishma. The beginning of his Avaida, a person thinks about whatever he does, every detail of his Avaida, to decide, to determine, is it Lishma, is it not Lishma? But Manasa Lechazik is Koyach HaLishma, and he tries always to strengthen the Koyach of the Lishma, Ulahachlish, and to weaken his Ashalel Lishma. When the person reaches already a point where he feels that the ikir, my ikir wants, I'm good, I'm really on track. It's lishma. Then he comes and he meets up with a different kind of avayda. At the beginning of one's avayda, the yitzar is telling you, is trying to talk you to do things shaloy lishma. Outright, do this to impress people. Do this to make money. Do this uh, to get Ganadin. Do this not to get Ganadin. Things are Shaloy Lishma. But it's outright. Once a person is that his Ikra Void is already Lishma, he doesn't have a Yitzhak anymore coming, coming to him really strong, to telling him to do something to impress people or to make money. Or to, to be a knacker or whatever. That's not, he doesn't have that yet to anymore. He's, he's finished with that. He's okay. Now he's already holding in a place of Lishma. But now there's a different Yetzar. This Yetzar could be a Mabalbal person to talk it into him and say the following. Not that you should go to, not that you should go to the hospital and visit the sick friend for the wrong reasons. But now the Yetzar comes and says, Ach, because as I go, I said, Tzadik, everything you do is Mamash Lishma. You should know that it's Mamash Lishma. That you're going to the, that you're going to the hospital to visit your friend. It's only, only to give Nachas Ruach Hashem, and it's not that you're taking anything of this for yourself. So everything is turned around now. In the beginning, the Yetzar is trying to, is trying to, trying to get you into Mahalach of Shaloy Lishma. In other words, sure, sure, go to the hospital, but go for COVID. Go for COVID. Go to visit the friend because of COVID. That's in the early part of the Avayda. Now you're much more advanced. You don't hear that Yetzar anymore. You go only to give Nachas Ruach Hashem. And that's what you feel. So now the Yetzar comes and tells you, everything you do should know is Mamash Lishma. And it could be that it's not. It could be that it's a Dimyan. It's very hard to know. We have so many Nagiyas inside of us. It's so many Nagiyas that could be pulling us, sometimes the Yetzirah is pulling us to do wrong things, and then other times the Yetzirah is, is trying to tell us to be complacent and to believe that everything we're doing is right. So could be here the Yetzirah is coming and telling you on Reish Pechas, the Yetzirah is coming and telling you that you're a big balavite and everything you're doing is lishma. But it could be that much of your avayda is really shaloy lishma. Even though you're working on it, could be much of it is shaloy lishma. Ba'imek ha'nefesh, sibas ha'siyasem hein shaloy lishma. It could be the na'imek, it could be on a deeper level, you're still a covet fresher. You're still looking for covet. You're still trying to, you're still hoping that when you go out and scream in the forest, shmai so you're hoping that maybe someone's passing by and they're going to hear you and go back and tell the rest of the chavit. Maybe. Maybe, maybe somebody will notice this, right? When 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 the when there's an Indian of tzedakah or something else, and a person wants to do the shem shemayim, so he doesn't want that other people should know about it. So it's already madrega. Don't tell anybody. But how do you feel if they found out? How do you feel they found out? You did a type for somebody, and you you try to keep it anonymous. He said, No, don't tell don't tell my that I uh, that I'm behind this. Don't tell Moshe mind it. But is there a little part of you inside that says, I hope that somehow, I mean, I wanted to say that because I wanted to look like the right thing and I want to do the right thing. But maybe, maybe Moshe will find out that it was me. That would talk, be nice. Moshe will find out. Because then he owes me one. And not only does he owe me one, but then I look good. And it could be the whole reason, it could be the whole reason you told your friend, don't tell Moshe it's me. It could be the whole reason you told, don't tell Moshe it's me, is that what? Is that you also want to look good to the friend to tell him, don't tell my shit's me. If not, you also took COVID. There's so many madragas and the gears. That's why you can go out of your mind. That's why the Ikra of now is not to go into all of these protic protic because you could manage to go crazy. What's the. What, what, 
because the main thing is to do the right thing. So, but a person in that that situation could be saying there are many reasons why he's saying, "Don't tell Maishi that, that that I'm trying to help. Just take care of it. Here's the money. Go do this. Don't tell Maishi it's me." And you're hoping, and, then, and, and, and if you found out, and the guy tells you, "Don't worry," and I never told him, I'll never find out. So then you're a little disappointed. You're hoping maybe maybe leaked a little bit, or maybe somehow it's going to get out. Not that God forbid that ruins the mitzvah, but it's not lishma. They're demyonis of it being lishma. They're demyonis. So you see how you are when you're by yourself, and you see how you are with other people. It's very hard to know. Therefore, a person has to, and this madrega. I'm not talking about us, but on this madrega who's already in a place of lishma, he has to constantly check. Check is it dinyanis? Am I fooling myself? Or is it be'emis lishma? Where where do I stand? Remember, he used to always say, "May I catch? How am I doing?" He used to ask people, like on the street, "How am I doing?" But be'emis wanted to, to know how he's doing. That's a way of saying I want to hear. I want to hear good things. And he wouldn't go around asking that if he thought that it was going to be. Uh, an average bed. You know. Most of all, he knew he would get a bad one, but he, said, he wants to hear good things. There are all kinds of nagiyas. Obviously, a person has nagiyas. The feeling that a person has when there's a Dvar Mitzvah, or, and they and they announce they they announce you know names, and if, when they didn't if they didn't say your name, how do you feel? And if they did say your name, you know how do you feel? And then you could have. A different kind of an avayda that sometimes the dafka by saying, no, no, I don't want them to say my name. I don't want them to say my name. That's also an imin of taking covet by telling the person I, I want to be an. Sometimes the, the anivas is, or the, or the lishma would be, what's the nafkim that they say name? It's all Irish guy anyway. <clears throat> like I like I I told you a few weeks ago. I think I don't remember. I said this about it. I think I was talking a few weeks ago that uh, I heard once from a Talmud Chacham. He spoke at a dinner. This Talmud Chacham was speaking at a dinner. And uh, and he said this is a Shiva, and he said that he he, he he said that he appreciated very much how one of the one of the uh, honorees he asked him he asked him they go to your house it's a whole thing so he asked this honoree and the honoree right away said okay well, I guess it's my turn and it helps the Shiva I'll do it and the Shiva was so thrilled he said that's the first time like in 30 years that he's doing this miserable job of getting honorees. The first time that someone said, okay, right, I guess so. So the Rashiva said that many of the people in the past have said that, that uh, and there's a five towns, Mani said, many of the people in the past have said that they're afraid uh, that they would do it, but they don't want an Ayn Haru. They don't want people to, uh, an Ayn Haru. So the Rashiva says, it's an amazing thing. They'll drive, they'll drive around a, a car that's two blocks long, and they have a house that's, that's um, uh, five blocks long. They're not worried about an Ayn Haru. Only would have an ayin hara being honored by the yeshiva. But the ikinakuda here that I took from that story was I know that person that they honored. He's an on of mamish. He's he's a he's a very very humble down to earth person. I know him for many years. Mamish non. He wasn't thinking that they that they he, he couldn't care less honor not honor. He wasn't interested in honor. He understands that there's not void that you have to do. So they come the yeshiva asks so. He's helped the yeshiva over the years, and he had, he's successful in business. So they asked him, so he could fear Adnivis and start to go through the whole thing. Oh, I'm not. And who am I? And I'm not. And I'm this and I'm that. As if, as if it means something when they honor you, you know, at the dinner. Like, it means that you're a chosher of a person. It doesn't mean anything. But he doesn't have any, there were no pretenses. He just said, okay, I got, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't have to go to yeshiva all the time. So now, in the newspaper, it's going to be in the Jewish newspaper afterwards. Guest of honor. So how do you look at this person? You see the picture of the guy in the newspaper, guest of honor at the yeshiva. So some people say, ah, gee, I thought he was a, I thought he was such a humble guy. I'm surprised he agreed to it. The people who really know him, his friends, like myself, look at that and say, that's just, that's just typical of him because it doesn't mean anything to him, and he just was an ayved and he just wanted to help the yeshiva. There's no covet. So there's so many nagiyas and he's in It's very hard to know. Lishma. Right? To be on that madrigal Lishma. 
And this, of course, is throughout one's life. The kudas avoid the zuma. Tell us all them lo erech kol yom kol yemei chayiv. It's a mistake. Kol yemei chayiv. All the days of his life. Gam hagadolim shavgadolim. Even the greatest sadikim. Tamir chosdu esatzim. They were always suspicious of themselves. Ulei hamaisim shalem enim l'shma be'emis. Could be they were always worried that maybe what I'm doing is not be'emis l'shma. Even things that look like it was lishma, they were concerned that perhaps it's not lishma. If a person has visa madrega where he feels within himself that I'm entirely lishma, there's nothing left of me that shalay lishma. That's the surest proof that he's living in the myonis, that he's deluding himself. If he thinks that everything's lishma. It means that's the biggest simon that he hasn't come to the end. There's no human being. There's Vicha Madrego with Hakal Nasalishma. Everything is completely, completely Lishma. Like there's, uh, they say a joke that someone, that there was a Rebbe that was listening to somebody, one of the Chasidim was in the, not sure, it's a joke, one of the Chasidim. Or something in the Vesmedrish, the Rebbe was sitting there and he heard the, this Chassid saying, I, I'm nothing, I'm dirt, I'm ashes, I'm worthless, I'm nothing. The Rebbe heard this and the Rebbe, one of them says, Who do you think you are saying that you're nothing? In other words, like, The Rebbe wants to say, I'm Gornish, but you're, in other words, I'm really a big, big knock, the Rebbe is saying. So for me to make believe and to say, That's a Madriga. But you talk Gornish. You really are worthless. So for you to say that you're worthless, what's the Chiddush? So who, so, so each one is a Baldinian. Each one is a Baldinian. The Rebbe is a Baldinian because he thinks he's, because he talks, he talks like he's a Garnish and, he, and he's a big Balgaivin. The Chassid talks himself like he's a Garnish. He's also a Baldinian because he's not such a Garnish. He, he's trying to make himself better. He's not such a Garnish. So each one is a Baldinian. It's a person's life to work on Dimyayinus. But if you think that, you're, that everything is Lishma, it's a, it's a sure simon that it's not. Hagosha kazum lamedes al tosmuv hekes l'arachkal haderach. If you feel that everything is perfect, that's a sign, that's a proof that you've been making a mistake, that there's a serious flaw in what you're doing. Layla meitzel kol adam, the last lines. Layla meitzel kol adam yeshlam l'kudishu ma'agish behen sheinasas shalei lishma. Everybody knows in honesty that they're on the kudus that are shaloi lishma. V'gamim zochah shein ochuz muat mirtzanos. Even if he's zochah, that it's only a small percentage of of what he's of his mirtzanos is shaloi lishma. Yamshich lispalak of shbaruchu shi azreyu leker aisan miliboy. He must continue throughout his life to daven that Hashem should take away the shaloi lishma. Zeshayach laavayda kademish is kind. That's why Rabbi Nachman spoke about doing tshuva and nitshuva. Doesn't mean tshuva on tshuva. It means you do tshuva, but now that you've done tshuva and you work on yourself, you realize that the tshuva that I did before wasn't complete tshuva. Now that I'm a higher madrega, I realize that my tshuva was not a tshuva. So it's a constant life of tshuva and tshuva on one's tshuva. This is an tzaddikim. Once a person is Zoycha, and he sees that the majority of, of his life, most of his life, is already in a place of Lishma, then He has to constantly be on guard. Is the Lishma, is it true? Is it the Amiti? Or perhaps it's Dimyaynas. Many times it happens that when you say those words, I'm doing this, you're just saying words. But deep down inside, you have something else in mind. Whatever that might be. It could be for COVID, it could be, or it could be for Gan Eden, but it's not Lishma. In order to, in order to make this checkup, to evaluate oneself whether or not, whether or not it's really lishma, 
Nidrash me'adam chush dak ma'id ma'id benefesh. A person has to have a very sensitive chush, a feeling for spiritual things, for the nefesh. Mishi yeshto es ha'chush ve'sahavchana hazu. A person who has this chush, who has this way of seeing things. Yargish me'ad b'shekar ha'pnimi. He'll feel right away the shekha pnimi that there's something dishonest inside. Behind all of his maisim, there's something dishonest. He'll, and he'll look at everything he does. And he'll always be worried and suspicious that perhaps it's Everything that he does, a person on this madrig we're talking about. Halavai, we should just do the right thing and Someone's in the hospital, and we should go to visit. To try to work, there should be more of it. More of a percentage should be lishma. That's all. But a person who's already reached this madrigid, he has to constantly be. He has to constantly check. the lishma is a sheker. It's not true. It could be that it's just the yitzahara. Is the Yitzhar is tricking me? Shanoya de lahate soisai that's trying to deceive a person, and to cause this person to live with this deception, to think that everything he does is lishma. That's the Yitzhar. In order to live a life like this, and God acknowledges that this is a very high madrega. By the way, we have the we have the ability to do this, and we know that we have the ability to do this because usually this is how we look at other people. To be very very um, analytical when it comes to what other people. What did he really mean? What did he really mean? I had I had a ma'aseh that happened a few months ago. Uh, that there was a person, there was a person that said to me that he's upset that that. The, there's this, another person in shul that never says good Shabbos to him. So I said, when I heard that, I jumped on that because I myself was there two two Shabbos before, and I saw the other guy say good Shabbos to him, and he didn't say back good Shabbos. So I jumped on that. Right? I said, I said, hold on a second. I'm telling you that Pashas uh, I was there. We were together in the hall. And he said good Shabbos to you. And you said good Shabbos back. So he said, he said to me, yeah, but he didn't really mean it. That's what he said to me. He didn't really mean it. I said, talking about Madragas, how do you know he didn't mean it? Uh, because lately he hasn't been asking, he hasn't been saying to me, and he hasn't been so friendly, so that he said good Shabbos, because you were standing there, Rabbi, so he wanted to look like you're saying good Shabbos. And the is not good. It's a whole pilpul. So we have such kaiches of pilpul, you see. A person otherwise not a lamdan, but when it comes to other people, there's such a lamdis. Why did they invite me to the wedding? Why didn't they invite me to the wedding? Did I get a warm reception when I came? All of these dikdukim that people have and other people's things, they could have a million dikdukim, but uh, which, which we know that 99% have a lot of So, but a person has such kaiches to be a doctor. It's not healthy to ever go to with other people, and even with oneself, only by big tzaddikim, or else. Or else you, you, you could become very depressed with this avayda. The tzaddikim, one of the one of the one of the tzaddikim from the from the Tamir Shem said, when they asked him what's the difference between the Bali Musa and the Chassidim. So this is also in the Kudadake, but the tzaddik said that the Chassidim is like it's like this: the Bali Musa look at something, and no matter how perfect it is, they're always trying to find what's wrong. They're trying to find a crack. And the chassidim look at something, no matter how horrible it is, they're trying to find something good in it. But we understand that each avayda, without the other, is very dangerous. It can't be just like this or just like that. It can't be. To be constantly critical and and um, analytical, to question the, the, what, what's, what's that person's motive and so on, or to ignore one's own. So then, either way is dangerous. So other tzaddikim said that when it comes to other people, you should go in that way of seeing, 
finding everything is good. And when it comes to oneself, you should be that way to to be more to be more particular. That's in general a healthy way to live. In general. When it comes to other Yidin, anything that you see, no matter how bad it is, try to see what's good. And when it comes to yourself, no matter how good it is, try to see if there's something that's not the way it should be. In general, that's a healthy way, but not for an unhealthy person. <laughs> unhealthy person is just, you find everything is okay, you just want to make sure he makes it home that night. You have to be careful. Each person is different. Constantly be checking oneself. He said, On the one hand, you have to suspect yourself with everything. Maybe the is not On the other hand, look, the bottom line is, if there's a guy in the hospital, you got to go visit him if he's a friend of yours. So even if it's like we said before, you have, of course you have to go. If you sit around thinking all day, maybe maybe my avoid is not lishma, maybe it is lishma. You're not going to end up doing anything. You're not going to end up davening. You're not going to end up putting up film. You're not going to end up doing mitzvahs. You're just going to be wondering the whole time. Maybe it's lishma. Maybe it's not lishma. You can't live like that. Like he writes there, one of, the Chodesh says that one of the things you, one of the things you have to be careful with is not to be too careful. If you're going to be, if you're going to be, I, I, you know, you met people like that. If you're going to be so careful with everything, you never do anything. There are people like that in other areas of life, business, where they, everything is. They, they, they can never do anything because they're always worried and nervous and they're always double, triple checking. So, so the Chodesh says that one of the things to be careful with is not to be overly cautious and overly careful. Same thing here. You can't make yourself, on the one hand, you have to constantly check. On the other hand, that can't paralyze you. God forbid not to do what you need to do. Because the ik is to do the right thing. Of course, that's the ik. Always do the right thing. You can sit back and be afraid to do anything. There are people like that. They just sit and they're afraid. They don't do anything. So Allah Sha'ila Kama Kane the Kamaloi. Okay, that's a good question. So how how much do I look into these things and how Kama Kane Kamaloi? How much, how much not? Ain't Shuvachad Mashmas. There's no single answer. There's no klal. Hadava Koshul Libo Shakal Echad Vachad Vatali Madrega say Hayishis. It depends on each person's heart and in each person's madrega. Avotsarak Luska Khan Nakudi Yasidis Mai, but we must remember a very basic Nakuda. You have to be a Jew that's constantly davening to Hashem, pouring your heart out. Every day to cry to Hashem. This we all have to try. This comes back to everybody. We have to cry and ask Hashem, help me. That my life should be a true life. That, it, that, that, that the, Not to do a virus, for sure not, but even the mitzvahs that I do, and the good things that I do, that to help me that it should be emes. Should be Lishma, should be Lishimcha, should be the right thing to give you Nachas Ruach. If a person does not cry out that Hashem Let's finish the page. Nakuda page very seven. By the way, he says this Nakuda is not only Nagaya to this Indian of Lishma that we're learning about. It includes everything we've been learning from the beginning of the Sefer to the end. Every single thing, every single a person looks at everything through his eyes. He's not always, he's not always able to ask someone what's the right thing, what's the wrong thing. Is this really, really what I should be doing? Maybe there's something inside of me that's 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 not 
l'shem shemayim, whatever, but in everything in life. Gamim Yishal, and even if he asks, Ein hechrech shahanishal yovna sekeroi, even if you ask, you, it could be the person doesn't really understand you, the one who you're asking. Maybe you haven't given all the information. Maybe you're hiding something about yourself. You could find yourself building up in life all kinds of mahalchem, even if you have a rabbi. And even if you ask your rabbi. But it could be that the way that you ask him is that you want to present yourself in the best light. <coughs> like there was a yid that came to the Rapshus and he said he has a shiloh. It was before Pesach a few days and he has a shiloh. So he asked, no, I've told you what's the shiloh. He said the shiloh is that I have a, a chutzah where I, a courtyard by the house where sometimes we hang up clothing to dry on the line and there's starch in the clothing. So am I allowed, in that chutzah, am I allowed to, to eat Pesach? So I thought Rosh said to him, he says, Russia, you were over and away with your with your with your neighbor's with your neighbor's wife. Tell the truth. He said to him. He broke down, he started to say, it happened. So he said, had the Rebbe knows what okay, he says, come to ask me a shiloh like that. That you, that you want to know whether you're at Sadiq, that you could have Pesach in the in the Chatzir where there was a but there was a starched undershirt hanging in the wind. So it must be, I tell you, there's something much, much worse going on. So I, judging by the, you, the person that I know, I figured Mr. Thomas the neighbor's wife. That's what I figured. That wasn't what I said. So if a person doesn't come to ask the right Shiloh, you have a person who... Yeah, he's asking Kashi's about, about taking off Maise from the Melech. No, that's exactly it. Take off Maise from the Melech. That's Asa's problem. It's exactly it. And he was over that day. It's the exact same thing. So a person, go, a person can travel all the way to Yitzhak and, and, and he can go, he has, he has five minutes with Amshanav or something. He goes to Yitzhak he waits up until three in the morning, goes to Amshanav, and he goes to Amshanav, I'm not sure if I should put on the Gartel or not. I'm not sure. Okay, it's a good question. But Stami, when thousands of miles, there are other things that, are, that you have a suffix with about yourself. But you'd rather talk about a Gartel. It's not anything embarrassing. Not anything embarrassing. I'm always amazed when I have sometimes you know, I have a chaver that will come to talk to me, and they'll say like, right out, I was this over that, and I have to try to work on this. I need help. And they say open like that. The emes want to be better. The emes, even though it's, it's a busha to go to someone that you respect and to, and to say it's a busha. It's not. It's easier to even go to an amshan, right? Because yeah, it's a reb. You're not going to see the rabbi, whatever. You go to a tzaddik, you go to a tzaddik, you cry, rabbi, but to go to a rav that you see every day, and to say that I was up, uh, people can say, they'll come, a guy would tell me that he goes to the hotel, and he's in the hotel on business, and he watches the bad things in the hotel, and it's disgusting, and, you know, it leads to things, and it's just a hell of it. A yid could be such an oiving, that he wants the emes to be better. So you might not be asking the right question when you go to someone. Even the way that you put it, the way that you word it. So a person can be building up a whole Yiddishkeit. That's some Hakal Bona, Yisrael Mut, and the whole thing's built on a false foundation. I mean, never really, it's never really was true. Hushama Yisrael Des maybe you heard about some nice things, some some Shmuzen, you read something in the Seif, Achlai, Haven Oisam, Kaltzarachim, you didn't really understand them. Hu Chayshiv Shulmeven Oisam, he thinks he understands them. Ubaynes, Kol Avadasai, El Advarim. He builds up, he builds up all of his avayda on things that he thinks that he heard. And then if you go as the tzaddik, if the, if the tzaddik said, no, I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. You could try, any one of you. You give a shir. And, and afterwards you give a shir, because I've done thousands. You give a shir, and afterwards you, the person comes and says something to you, but what you said, he says, I know, I never said, I never said that. That happens all the time. I never said that. I don't know what you're talking about. But that's what they heard. Everybody has a different understanding. And they have their own nikiyas. And they hear. The person hears something. I just someone sent me a fax of something that I said last year to Shmuel somewhere. Because they want to print it up someplace. And they and they, and they they heard the Shmuel's and they wrote notes. And they wrote up this Shmuel's thing. I'm looking at the Shmuel's. And it says there my name that I said this. I'm telling you. I'm 90% I'm 
Kaddosh, I didn't say it, I never knew what he was talking about. I may call him back and listen to a tape or something, I don't know what, he was there, he took notes, he listened to the tape, I never said it. There, here and there, some words that I said, or a chazal that I mentioned, or something, but not the Indian that I was trying to say, the chlal, not at all. Well, that's how it is, everybody hears like that, different ways. Sometimes I I have some of the feels, but but they're klal. My avodas Hashem is successful. Hasheli efo kaitzed them as yochel adam liyas betuach shederach avodasan lachayim. How could you ever be confident? How could you ever be certain that your way in avodas is correct? How could you ever be certain that your way in avodas is correct? Had a, have a guy from the shul. Listen to this. Guy from the shul is about shul for a very short time. Sweet guy. Doesn't know much. Very good guy. He's trying hard. He had a, a business thing, a meeting with somebody about business, a firm guy. And this guy they met, uh, asked him, why you go to Shul? Oh, you go there. What do you learn? So he says, he learns a little like this, he learns like that. And he says, he says you learn Hasidic? Yeah. So this guy says, you know, that there was uh, excommunication of the Hasidim by the Hilmagan. And it was never rescinded. And you know that it's forbidden according to Halacha for you to study Hasidus or to have any of these things in the still in Chayim. So that's what the person. So the guy came back and said to me, "I, I don't know, I heard something that was excommunicated. That is not allowed to not allowed to do these things. Tanya, we can't learn." So I said, "This guy, don't talk to my religion. Just uh, make sure he signs the check. And these guys, they usually don't sign checks. Make sure he gives you a check. He owes you money. You should pay." It's a chayim. I'll talk about the chayim, but this. But here you have a guy. He's some guy learning yeshiva, and he, he took on himself to tell a guy that he knew was just recently shemeshavus to bring him into this. It was learning. He knows he's tell, he's learning chassidus, and he's feeling good about being a Jew. And this guy took upon himself to say such an, a thing, which is altogether, you know, from from outer space, such an Indian to say to anybody. What he, it's a kasha house is a house that the Rav Shach is best friends with the Gary Rebbe. I mean, what does that mean in Chelim? So, you know, Rav Chaim Velozhner, Rav Yitzchak Velozhner, they were with the Chassidim together, friends. That's not that's not even that that he's not Maris the guy, not even that. But I'm thinking he said that with like absolute confidence that this is he has a derech, and his derech nevayis Hashem, his derech nevayis Hashem is this what he considers to be the derech hagra. And he is confident that he, and this is a very harsh of a thing to grow. But he thinks that this is part of the derech grow is to say what? To hold ourselves like this, to see them. In when? Tavshin Samach Tes. In Tavshin Samach Tes, you know, guys from Flappish, I'm sorry to say. In Tavshin Samach Tes. And he's going to go like that. It could be 220. I'm almost going to give a patch across the face. You'll have to wait till Mashiach comes. Aside from all the other things that are crazy, but how do you do that? How do you come off saying such a thing? But is, how do you know you're avoid this truth? You could be going around also saying a shita, a mahalach. It could be all together. The true answer for a person who really wants the truth. One sign is like this. If you're 100% confident in everything that you do, it means there must be mistakes. Call Yomav, all of your life. Sarach Adam, Sarach Adam, Lach Shavis, Atzmai, Shemahu Toya. You have to always think maybe there's something that I'm making a mistake and I have to look into it, I have to check it. Umidayayim Yispalakash Baruch, Yivkim Unkadaliba. You have to cry out and Avant Hashem, not Bachsidim, Misnagdim, it doesn't mean anything. Everything, all those that Sadiqim you could take like this and do like that. Because in your Avaida, what you're doing, if you're doing what you could do, the best you could do as a Jew. Sadiqim, like this and like that. Alma, maybe for me, 
maybe for me, that avayda, maybe that's not what I should be doing right now. Of course, for that tzaddik, I'm a tzaddik, I'm a I don't, for me, maybe I'm making a mistake. Or nahamid oisi al derecha emes. Barsham, help me be al derecha emes. Hasabim in the Vardig said, Salk, Shahayak from Mavugamar when he was already very old. Amash, Shim, Hayadeal, Odom, Hayochla, Dabri, Telaharis, Leis, Emes. The altar from the Vardig said when he was an old man, if I knew someone that could tell me, that, could, that would know me, and could look at me, and speak to me, and show me the absolute truth, you know. Gam, Im Hayabachutza, even if it was far away, another country, Hayanese, Elav, I would go to him. Kadelakalmino said, Emes, to hear the truth. If the whole lifetime of his avoided, to hear the truth, what in me, what, what about me is not. The Emes. Call Yom V'Yom every single day. Call Tkufa Tkufa every period of life. Hayya Sabah Zetzal Baidig is dark in Hiyamitis. The altar from the Vatic was constantly checking and rechecking and rechecking. Is Emes, is Emes. A Khalil, not to say is Chesidus Emes or is Musa Emes. They're all Emes. But Emes means the God in Maya Vaidin, who I am. For me. I'm not asking. Was the chasam soif emes? Was the balshem of emes? That's ridiculous. Look, I mean me. The gamim he amitis, and even if they avoided it for myself, amitis. Me amish he shayeches lo. Maybe it's an emes avoider, but I love it shayech to me. Ain ba elam musag. Page reish tzadik alf. Ain ba elam musag shalim yochel yes betur. There's no such thing in this life being absolutely certain. Rak v'shoyim betuchim. Only the v'shoyim are always 100 percent sure of themselves. Sadiqim are always, always worried that perhaps they're not doing the avoider that they should be doing at that moment in life. They're always worried. However, together with that suspicion, with the chash, with that concern, that's the chacham. The avoider of Hashem is still the simcha. That's hard for us. The Sadiqim are always chashish. And all of us have to always be wondering and watching but at the same time, the simcha. With that knowledge that I'm trying to do what I can do. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do what I can do, the best I can do. And I'm working with all my koiches. I'm asking Hashem to help me, open my eyes to see there's something that's not true. Once you try and you daven, then you do what you, you do with simcha. You do with simcha. You go, have your life, the simcha. And you trust that Hashem will show me the right way. That's only talking about a person who's trying to do the, his whole life the right thing. Maybe what I'm doing is a mistake. Maybe what I'm doing is a mistake. You don't have to, do the, you don't have to get into such a complicated thing when it's, an open, when it's God forbidden. You have to say, maybe, you know, going to the movie, uh, Master Shabbos, maybe it's a mistake, but I shall open my eyes. It's not like, you don't have to, you don't have to go to the highest authority to find that out. We're not talking about Aveus or things that are, have a shemus of something wrong. Although it might help you to do that also. But I shall open my eyes to see the truth and to start making excuses. Okay. So each person is on his, on his madragon. Maybe the overall what I'm doing is right, but there are certain things, protim, details that are wrong. Maybe the whole thing is off. There's nothing absolutely certain in life. After 120, when he leaves this world, then he'll know for sure. Whether his life was right or not, whether he got it right or not. He'll know what was right and what was wrong. And then he won't be able to say, but everybody else did like this. All the chassim, I was also all the lutfaks, never. No. Each person. When he comes to the Bezden Shamala, the, the heavenly court, and his heart is opened, and everything is checked, then only then will he know the absolute emes. In this world, you can't 100%, you don't know. That Hashem has questions, so to speak, even about the holy ones, even about the malachim, even about there's a question that Hashem doesn't have, doesn't place complete and absolute trust. But this is our within ourselves, and not to have complete faith in oneself. 
Kvayshem Chazal, Al Tamen Ba'asmecha, Adyei Moizchaz, Beferis in the Gemara. Don't believe in yourself, don't have absolute trust in yourself till the day of your death. And it doesn't only mean the way some people think that means you have to be careful because tomorrow you might mess up. It means no. It could be that today I'm making a mistake or what I did yesterday was a mistake. Not just that I have to be careful tomorrow. It means even today it could be that I'm, I'm deluding myself. Maybe I call myself a chosen, I call myself a balmusa, whatever, but it's not really what the Gedolim had in mind. And then he may even I said, Karoi, maybe I don't understand it properly. Maybe I understand it, but I'm not on that madregan, I'm trying to do something that's not for me. You can't be absolutely certain with anything in life. There's only one thing that's our responsibility. Always daven to Hashem. To show me the emes, the truth. <coughs> I had a guy that was yelling at me once about how his chassidus uh, many years ago was chassidus. He was yelling at me that it's this, it's shekel, 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 and he has a messiah. So I just, he was yelling for a long time, and I said to him, at the end of when he was finished, I just said, how do you know you're right? Maybe you're wrong. So what do you mean, man? He says, I have a Messiah, I said, I don't know, how do you, maybe you're wrong. And they start saying to me, what the, 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 this was even that, was even that, I said, maybe you're wrong. I said, maybe they're wrong. I said, maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're wrong. So you got, you know, this guy. But if a person, if you'd be in El Echid, he would stop and... That's, that's enough to make a person very nervous. If someone says, maybe you're wrong. You ever have an argument with somebody, or if you're a really, really sincere and honest person, they'll say you have an argument with your wife, and when you started off, you were, you felt that you were 100%, and at some point along the way, you realize that to be able to say, you know, maybe I'm wrong. It's a hard thing. That's why, uh, that's why there's a word called maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Say, I'm wrong. And especially if you're ready to be angry. And you committed yourself to a certain mahalach to say, I'm wrong. That would be the end of the argument. It's very, very rare that that happens. People get kind of upset and hurt each other maybe later on. I shouldn't have said it, or I shouldn't have said it that way, and maybe I was talking wrong. And they say, I'm wrong. You're right. It's a hard thing to do. Especially if it's one's entire life. Not just an argument, but a whole way of living to say it's like you're wrong. The great danger that's that, that's threatening a person who's been learning all that we've been learning until now, is to think that everything that you have is a clear path and that's it. He already knows everything. To think that, sure, I'll try it, I'll be for sure be much there's no way to be certain that it'll be much liach. When you have to be a person that's constantly davening and asking Hashem, Hamidaini, Al Derech Emes, Hashem, set me on the on the path of truth. After learning the whole sefer, help me to. It should be true that I should. Maybe I didn't understand it right. I don't know. Without davening, you can't be certain. Should help each and every one of us to find the path, the true path for, that's true for each and every one of us. So then, Bez Hashem, next week we'll begin the uh, we'll begin the, the last parak of the sefer, the parak on Tamimus. Okay.